This episode is brought to you by the Edwards Agency. Today, personal insurance often feels robotic, with other companies using banks, toll-free providers, and internet providers. But the Edwards Agency puts the personal touch in personal insurance. They have a dedicated staff of licensed agents that will assist you in finding the best coverage available at a competitive rate. The Edwards Agency, Inc. has been in business for over 40 years, serving customers in the Jefferson and Walker County area with locations in both Summerton and Jasper. When it comes to your insurance, don't leave it up to choice. Being insured with the best has its advantages. Call the Edwards Agency in Summerton today at 205-648-2830 or the Jasper office at 205-295-2030. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Metal Central. Metal Central, located in Jasper, is your source for metal roofing that lasts a lifetime. Metal Central also offers metal building packages, custom trim, doors, and more to complete any job. Call Metal Central for a quote today, 205-385-7575. That's 205-385-7575. and welcome to another episode of the Game of Managers podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. My name is Nick. I'm a sports writer for a number of websites and with me as always are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. How's it going, guys? And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. All right, guys, this was a, uh, a rough week for the state of Alabama, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I'd say it's more of a rough week for Alabama than it was, uh, of course, Auburn. But well, that's I don't know. That's, that's debatable. <laughs> I don't know. But. I think it. I mean, I can imagine <clears throat> what most of the Alabama fans have gone through, and you got to pray for Tua, just a freak injury like that, and hope the best for him coming through, and that he has a speedy recovery. Yeah, hopefully he does. Um... Of course, he dislocated his hip in the uh, game against Mississippi State Saturday and is out for the season. Uh, yeah, prayers to him and his family, but uh, we'll talk a lot more about that in just a moment. Let's get through some news real quick, though. Minnesota lost to Iowa, Aaron, 23-19. Your prediction is over. Yeah, Thank gosh. <laughs> they can't. They will no longer be number one. I mean, they never were, but they, they won't yeah, be. They, they never would be. <laughs> also, Baylor, about it. It's, a rough, it's a rough time right now, okay? Also, Baylor lost to Oklahoma 34-31, to so there's another undefeated team going. Pathetic. They were up, what, 28-3? Lose. Yeah. 28-3. Oh, here's another great stat for you. The coach was the QB coach for the Falcons when they blew the 28-3 lead. No way. Yep. The uh, curse lives on. <laughs> I would fire him immediately. I would too. Okay, Aaron. Well, how about we get into some Twitter news? Twitter news. Playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. Okie dokie. 
says Alabama LSU was high higher scoring than Oklahoma Baylor. 2019 is wild and that is wild, isn't it? I would like to uh, know when the last time their game was uh, or Alabama LSU was higher scoring than Oklahoma Baylor. Yeah, if ever. Yeah, if ever. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm a Gus Malzahn defender and always have been. There ain't no defending this absolute embarrassment of a showing at home after a bye week. The Iron Bowl should be for his job. I agree. I, I think hope it, it is for his be. job. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Baylor's up 20. Okay, somebody, like we just talked about the Baylor-Oklahoma game and how they came back. Um, I don't know who this is. I'm trying to, at not SC Will on Twitter, apparently predicted this and said, Baylor's up 28-3. to Congrats on your comeback win, Oklahoma. Before it was over, I, somebody called that. So sounds more like a uh, a diehard Oklahoma fan, <laughs> maybe yeah. being hopeful than anything. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't be that Sounded confident. Pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I got for you. To wow, tonight. that was kind of disappointing. <laughs> wow, thank you. <laughs> Another just, terrible I'm segment. Just Thank you, Aaron. With you. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're going to jump into Tide versus Tigers trivia. We're going to have two Chipper fans because uh, we recorded this before the games, as usual. So uh, <laughs> they probably would have had much different attitudes after the end of the, the games. We'll put that in right here. We're here with uh, our callers for today's episode Tide versus Tigers trivia. We're here with Alabama fan and returning caller Jason. Jason, remind everybody where you're calling from. Where I'm calling from? Yeah. Reform, Alabama. All right. And for the Tigers, we're here with David. David, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Huntsville, Alabama. All right. Good deal. Well, y'all ready for some trivia? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason, we're going to start with you. You feeling confident today? Not really. I got lucky last time, man. We'll see this time. All right, Jason. True or false, Saban has never lost to Mississippi State during his tenure at Alabama. True. That is false. They lost in 2007. Yeah, his very first year there was the only time. It's been quite a while. All right, David, are you feeling confident? (laughs) How you feeling, David? Uh, Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's let's go ahead and get on uh, into your question. True or false? Auburn and Georgia has finished five games in this series in a zero to zero tie. Uh, those were very very early games. I'll say true. That is true. The last one was nineteen thirty seven. So yeah, very early games. All right, Jason. What year did Mississippi State last beat Alabama? Saban's first year. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, I have no clue. You want to throw out a number and guess? Uh, 08? I don't know. It was actually 07. Uh, wow. Yeah, the last time. 
was uh, the only time saving. Was that the only time saving? That's the only time. Yeah, that was yeah. a, a seven. Yeah, that was the first question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a seventeen to twelve loss in Starkville there. Dang it! All right, David. Who holds a better record in the SEC championship game, Auburn or Georgia? That's right. Yeah, both teams uh, have three wins, but Georgia has four losses, where Auburn only has three losses. Man, I'm making Alabama look bad today. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's still time. Don't worry about it. All right, Jason. In 1980, Mississippi State-Alabama game is often regarded as the greatest win in MSU history. What, What was significant about that game? I have no clue. I'm not even going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a tough one. Uh, Mississippi State beat Alabama, which was the number one defending two-time national champion, 6-3, to three, snapping Alabama's 28-game uh, win streak. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a good teller of your program if that's the best win in your, <laughs> your history. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, uh, David. When was the first time Auburn and Georgia rematched in the SEC championship game? Uh, let's see. First time? Yes. If I had to, this would be totally a guess, but is that uh, would that be 2017? That's right. Yeah, that was the first and only time they've rematched. Uh, oh, jo- man, he is killing it. all right all right jason true or false mississippi state is alabama's most played opponent it's actually true the tide (laughs) (laughs) the tide lead the series 81 18 to three (laughs) (laughs) all right david true or false Georgia was the first of Auburn's rivals to agree to travel to Auburn to play. I'll say true on that. He's getting all of them. True. Georgia uh, first agreed to play Auburn in 1960. I actually actually knew that one. Oh, really? All right, last question for you, Jason. Which of these nicknames is the Alabama-Mississippi State game not known by? Uh, A, the Battle of Highway 82, the Battle of Big Reds, the 90-mile drive. Battle of Big Reds. That's right. That's right. Yep, got it. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) All right, David, last question for you. Which of these cities has the Auburn-Georgia game never been played in? Is it A, Macon, Georgia, B, Montgomery, Alabama, C, Birmingham, Alabama, or D, Savannah, Georgia? Uh, I'll, I'll say Savannah. It was actually Birmingham. They've never played in Birmingham. They played in Savannah a few wow. times, but it was way early on. So. Oh, you <laughs> <I> missed one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Congratulations, bud. <laughs> hey, no problem. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. I wins today, too. <laughs> the, the, I think the whole state's pulling for Auburn today, yeah. just so that it can come down to two weeks from now. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I thank you both guys. Uh, oh, yeah. We we already got the toboggan, so you're both gonna go home with some prizes this time. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> Even though I got shut out. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, that's Alabama favoritism. I'm just kidding. Well, all right, guys. We appreciate it. We're going to get your uh, – we got Jason, your, your info, but we're going to get your info, David, so we can get these prizes shipped out to you. Oh, yeah, all right. I appreciate it. All right. Y'all have a good one. Take care. All right. Y'all right. want to talk about Auburn or Alabama first? Uh, I mean, whatever you want to talk about, that's fine with me. How about how about we start out with Alabama and then we'll okay. we'll get into Auburn. That sounds great. So, uh, Aaron, what was your uh, initial thoughts of this game? You're the Alabama fan. Um, put everybody in bubble wrap. <laughs> that was that was about it. <laughs> well, four um, four starters were injured uh, Saturday for Alabama. I thought uh, it was four, five, but yeah, or yeah, it was enough. It was way too many. B.J. Dale had a twisted knee, is what they're calling that injury. Uh, Henry Ruggs, bruised ribs. Raquan Davis has a sprained ankle. And, of course, the big one, uh, Tua, sacked him. He got a, a hip, uh, his hip dislocated, and he'll be out for the season. Do y'all have a problem with uh, the decision to keep Tua in there? I do. I don't, I mean. He shouldn't have yeah. even been playing the game to begin with. I understand. I understand the arguments that people have said, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have put him in there. I probably wouldn't have let him play. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's already dealing with like injuries. at all. Yeah, like wouldn't even he, started him. He shouldn't have played at all. Yeah, I guess you know if he if they thought he was good to play, and um, and I've got no problem. I know Saban said that he had him in there to try to uh, practice a two minute drill. Which, I mean, you don't have many scenarios where you get to actually practice that. So I get having them in there. But, man, uh, I bet those <laughs> bet those offensive linemen uh, <laughs> paid the price for letting those all those defenders through. Mm-hmm. That was, was a rough sight. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that was probably Nick Saban's worst coaching moment of his career. Yeah, I think there's definitely an argument for that. Um, and, of course, everyone is saying, well, now, why was he in there in the first place? Why was he in there? I think it was just one of those things. It's just like, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Uh, yes, yeah. Hopefully. Fire Saban. Fire Saban. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, how bad How bad do you think this is for Alabama? Does this, uh, does this kill their playoff hopes? Uh, it is dead. I think the committee will look at um, there being 35 points scored in the first half and then uh, see Matt go in and see three points scored. And yeah. They'll be like, okay, this is a different football team. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not getting in. <laughs> I think Especially, yeah. If, yeah, it's just. And there's really, yeah, I agree with that too because if you do end up putting them in, I mean, what are they really going to do? in the playoffs you know so yeah I think this is a very different team without Tua um yeah and I think this is unless given some madness I think this was probably the the nail in the coffin to keep Alabama out of the playoff yep um I was very confident that we would still get in uh before that but not anymore lost all hope now yeah, I'm, I'm not confident at all. I think there's like a 2% chance. Wow. Well, how much does this hurt to his draft stock? And A lot. 
does he consider returning next season because of it? I'd I think return so. If I was him, yeah. Yeah. I think his draft start was already plummeting. Not plummeting, but going yeah, down you, you, a lot quicker. I said, I, I said before yeah. that the way he's – because at the beginning of the season, he looked great, and he was starting to make better better decisions and all that. And then slowly but surely, he started making those stupid decisions, and then he would get hurt. And then as soon as he got hurt, and then the beginning of that LSU game, and I was like, I didn't think he would even be – I thought he would be like the third quarterback off the board. I think most of the NFL guys like Justin Herbert. I mean, I'm not saying I would, but – a lot of the NFL guys liked him a lot, so I think he would be second, and Burrow would probably jump to one, especially if he keeps playing like he is now and wins the Heisman. And then Tua would be I mean, got, after both of them. So, and you still got Jalen. I think he'll be a decent NFL quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he won't so, be taken for those guys, but he'll be it went from tank to Tua, tank for Tua to Tua being like, you know right on the version of not being in the top 10 picks taken so yeah well i think he, i still think he would be but i don't know after this of course like, as after NFL, the hip injury yeah as the nfl team too you look just how injury prone he's been over the past couple of seasons now and you're like well i don't want to you know yeah that's grab this saying. guy and, yeah worry about him getting injured yeah um i think that he returns next season I have no. I think reason. he will because of the parent, the type of parents he has, and um, stuff like that. I yeah, I don't know how far along role. he is into getting his degree, but I feel like they're the kind of parents that would that would want him to finish that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, his parents make a lot of decisions for him, so yeah, that, I feel like that would be something he would do. Yeah, I I think there's a very good chance of him coming back, and if he does, does Mac Jones transfer? I mean, well, heck, it just depends on how healthy Tua is to even start the season. Because they said the injury could could take six months to a year to recover from it. So I, I think mean, it depends yeah, more on how much uh, Tua's little brother has that's improved. That's true too. Well, and don't forget, you have the top recruit you'll have coming in next yeah. season too. We've, we're yeah, going to be Bryce absolutely out. loaded with quarterbacks if Tua comes back. Yeah, we'll have Tua Mac. Uh, Tulua or Talia or whatever his name is, um, the Tyson kid, and then we'll have uh, Bryce what was his name Bryce, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, be be wild. How do you guys expect to see Mac uh, perform as the starter for the next couple I mean, of weeks? Y'all, y'all will beat Auburn. I can guarantee <laughs> that. I don't know about okay, a guarantee. I don't know about that. Oh, come <laughs> like on. You, y'all, I, y'all watched that game yesterday. We ain't score no points. You have nothing yeah, to worry about. I was, like, I even said I didn't think Tua should play against LSU, and I thought Mac should start because that loss would be more forgiving and all that because um, I was still pretty confident in Mac, but, and I didn't get to watch the rest of the Alabama game, This the, like, last quarter and a half or whatever but when I saw that he only put up three points I was like ooh that's it's not good yeah not good at all against Mississippi State yeah that that had me a little worried but I was pretty confident up in Mac up to that point 
Well, here's a question I have, a, a Nick-needs-to-know question. Is this the weakest uh, Alabama team we've seen under Saban since 2008 now that Tua's gone? I don't think it's just – I would say yes, but I don't think it's just because of Tua. I mean, what? like you said, there's four other starters that got hurt yesterday, and yeah. then there's four true freshmen starting on the defense. Yeah. That's literally half yeah. of your starters. Almost half of your starters are gone. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I agree with you that point, too, just because the run game isn't what it used to be. Um, I mean, y'all have a great running back, but, I mean, he's not – when you have two, uh, you're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And the wide receivers y'all have. Um, the O-line's not as great, great as it usually is. And then, of course, yeah, with the defense being – most of the starters being out to start the season – kind of hard to have a solid defense when you have so many young guys in there yeah so i mean i guess i would say it's hard to say you know it's the weakest team but i mean yeah just because of how young they are and i just can't think of anybody else that would yeah yeah any other team yeah well um let's look into some of these stats here uh really fast and we'll move on uh from this game um so to uh, he was 14 for 18 uh, 256 yards, two touchdowns. So uh, when he was in there, he had a really great game. Um, but then once you transitioned to Mac, seven for 11, uh, 94 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. But I mean, those numbers they don't look awful. They didn't throw obviously as much, but uh, he was not. I mean, he's he's so different than Tua. Tua is so electric, and and this guy's just you know another Alabama quarterback. Why didn't they throw more though? Is my question. Like you, you have. I guess being up thirty-five to seven, it was just like we know. That yeah, happened. but maybe they didn't I have mean, confidence. I would say, do what? I said it may be a thing where they might not have had enough confidence in them. I don't know. You see, that's what worries me. Like, if it, the way I look at it is, you have a thirty-five point cushion or whatever it is. I don't know because they did score once, but you have, you know, almost a thirty-point cushion. And a whole half of football, um, I would just let him. You know, I, I would. It's practice. It's the best practice you could have for Mac, especially if you see after Tua gets carted off the field. You've got to be thinking like, we play Auburn in a couple weeks, and Tua just got carted off. Like, there's a good chance he's not going to be coming back, and yeah. this is the best practice anybody could have. I don't yeah. know why they didn't just let him rip it. Yeah, I don't know. So. I, th- I think we might see some of that next week. Um, but, of course, playing against the Mississippi State defense would have been a lot better practice than against the Western Carolina defense. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, on the rushing side of the ball, um, Najee Harris had a I great everybody day. heard that great. Yeah, it was a loud car. car. It's like, <laughs> it's what the heck by. was that? <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, really I don't know if the mic's picked that. up, probably. Aaron's oh, probably did. Aaron's up. mic is, is messed up. It's jank. Uh, yeah, but Najee I Harris. I appreciate you talking about him like that. Najee Harris, 17 carries, 88 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, and that was our only three rushing touchdowns. Najee is a, a real good running back. I just, he I just do wish get we the ball. Would. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't utilize him enough. But um, y'all will. I mean, I know y'all will against Auburn, but. With Auburn's, I know they'll be stacked up against the run for that game. Just put all the pressure on Mac <clears throat> yeah. to win it, so we'll see what happens. 
yeah but um yeah that's all i really have to say about that one i mean i guess it was a good win but at such a big cost it doesn't feel like a win yeah it was good up until the last you know two minutes or whatever the first half yeah when i thought we were still going to beat them by 60 so it looked really good yep yep well uh any any final thoughts on alabama mississippi state uh, it's just sad to see that happen because, and especially when Saban came out saying, "Oh, that was supposed to be his final drive. That was like his final play, and he gets hurt on it." So yeah. that just makes it even worse. Yeah, very, very reminiscent of Tyrone Prothero, his yeah. injury being out there is going to be his last few last series and uh, horse injured. All right. Well, on a broader note, how about we get into Knight needs to know. Knight needs to know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, uh, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if I put ashes <laughs> in cookies and fed them to you? Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again. That, that might make sense then. I guess just back to Yeah, I would like to know how it makes sense. <laughs> now this is looking like a bad idea. needs to know I know we alluded going in this might this is a win or lose you know situation for Gus like if he loses he's going to be out so who do you think Auburn will go to if Auburn loses I think uh, as head coach head coaching wise yeah so I think they will fire Gus if he loses the Iron Bowl just because the noise is getting so loud again to get him out of there and then I think they'll just make Kevin Steele interim for like a year or two because there's I mean who else are you going to get yeah Urban Myers are not going to come there <clears throat> no I'm, I don't I don't know that you, I don't know of anybody that just really jumps out at me as like yeah that's the perfect candidate for the Auburn job yeah I mean I love Steel that would be I think the great thing to do yeah. Bill Clark if you're willing to uh, yeah. If you're willing to give him much of a chance and sign just like a two-year deal and see what he can do. I think you promote Kevin Steele and then maybe you bring in Bill Clark as a coordinator or something see how he transitions and then maybe yeah, make him that position. Yeah. He's a pretty defensive-minded guy. You could make him your, your DC if you wanted to. Yeah, um, that's true. And I know Steele still would find a good OC to run the offense. Yeah, you'd hope so. So maybe he'd uh, hire Gus Malzahn as the OC. Oh, man, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> How funny would it be if they just basically swapped roles? I would. I wouldn't support any games that year. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yep. So basically, Gus is playing the Iron Bowl to see whether he can go to Arkansas or not. <laughs> basically, I think you say I that as if gets... he wants to go to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did say that like that, but. I don't know. I think you know if he I mean. does get fired, he might go there. Oh, he will absolutely go Yeah, if he gets fired, I, I, yeah, 100%. Hopefully we can kick their butts every year and just see them on the sideline looking like an idiot. <laughs> a lot of love for Gus from, uh, from one Justin Knight. I honestly think he's just waiting to get fired, like, yeah. so that he can go. He doesn't want to just go, well, first of all, because they suck, but second yeah. of all, because if uh, – if he gets fired and they buy him out, then he just turn around and sign that new contract and 
gets the buyout from Auburn and that nice yeah. uh, money from uh, what's his name at Arkansas. Yeah, I think that uh, I think he would have very little expectations at Arkansas, and that could be a, <laughs> a nearly a lifetime job. Yeah, especially he if got? he's been able to, you know, stay at Auburn this long being mediocre. Imagine what he could pull off at Arkansas. He'd be there the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arkansas would love him no matter what. Yep. Yeah, so as hot as his seat is that we think, like, as we, as hot as we think his seat is, um, I don't think it's ever really that hot, especially after Arkansas fired What's-His-Face, so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, um. With Jalen's performance last night coming back from twenty eight to three, do you think him or Joe Burrow will win the Heisman? Um, I think if they didn't have that L on their record, even though he's the only reason they were in that game, that he would have won it. But uh, I, I think with that loss, he's not going to win it. It's a better I story. Think. I think people want to give it to him. I just don't think they will. I think they'd have to give it to Joe as of right now. Joe yeah, drops still, a game, then it gets a lot hotter in the race. I think. Yeah, as uh, yeah, if they lose to Georgia and um, Joe doesn't play real well, and then Oklahoma, you know, plays whoever in their championship game, and absolutely Jalen just goes off, I think it gets a lot more interesting. But uh, yeah, that twenty three uh, or twenty eight three comeback helps him a lot. And he's definitely second right now, in my opinion. I know Justin Fields is still, you know, going off, but he also hasn't played anybody quite yet. Yeah. No. I mean, he has, but, like, not where it's all him. He's surrounded by freak athletes. And a great yeah, defense. It's, it's really just the Jalen show over at Oklahoma for the most part. Yeah. I think he's done more – Honestly, I'd probably give it to him this season just because I think he's been the most impactful player of the year. Yeah. I don't know, though. You take away Joe Burrow and that LSU offense looks a lot different. So, yeah, that's true. I'm not sure. All right, my final question. As of at the as of this week, who would be your number four spot? Like, at the, at, once the season ends, <laughs> who do you think is going to be in the number four spot? Um... For me, it's it's a toss-up between Oregon and Georgia. Um, I'd probably, you know, we're going to see how LSU-Georgia pans out. If Georgia loses, they're out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I think yeah, at the end of the year, it will be Oregon. But right now, I'd, yeah. I'd probably keep Georgia there right now. Yeah, I'd keep Georgia there right now. But you, if you're talking about the end of the season, I think it'll be Utah. I think there'd have to be a lot happen for those four not to be the four. Yeah. So you think Utah will be the Pac-12 champion? What? Did I say that? Yeah, you said yeah. Utah. <laughs> no. Well, okay. that is not what I meant by any means. I don't know why I would say that. I think yeah. it'll be Oregon. Okay. Right. I don't remember saying Utah at all. You did. Yeah, well, you I'm did. So I was a little concerned there for a second. anything I ever say. <laughs> All right, that is all I need to know. All right, thank you, Justin. Well, let's get into Auburn's game against Georgia, the deep South Soldiers rivalry. Justin, give us your initial thoughts of this game. 
Oh, man. What do I say but another classic Gus performance? <laughs> I mean, y'all did watch those first pathetic three offensive quarters, did you not? Uh, we actually missed the first quarter. Oh, you missed the first. Oh, well, you did not miss much. You missed probably about three, three and ounce. Yeah, I went gold. back and watched the highlights. I was We were camping this weekend and in the freezing cold, nearly froze to death. And <laughs> Yeah, we missed the first quarter, but we did watch basically the last three. Yeah, I mean, coming out from, off a of bye, you think, okay, the offense, they're going to have a little groove in them. We're playing at home. Maybe we can get something going. And the first drive, we had the ball moving. And then we get a fourth and – it was like fourth and three, and Gus is like, we're going to go for it right here. Kirby calls a timeout, and he's – and then Gus decides, oh, never mind. We're just going to kick the field goal. And guess what happens? Yeah. I love the voices. <laughs> we, we miss the field goal, yeah. The voices <laughs> are back. I mean, I, the it was ugly to watch those first three quarters. I couldn't stand it. I love and, watching the defense play and make stops. I mean, I feel so bad for them. Those guys that come back and they get nothing out of it. Their offense sucks. <laughs> but let me just – I want to shout out one of the defenders. Um, one of the DBs, probably the best game of his career was uh, Javaris Davis, 13. He was incredible. He was all over the place. He was covering really well. He made a bunch of great tackles. He was probably the defensive player of the game yesterday. But I just feel bad for those guys. They play, they play their hearts out every week, and for not to be able to show, you know, get something out of it, it's just disappointing. Yeah, it is, and um, yeah, it was it was a, a very Gus Malzahn game. We said before the game that somebody, either Kirby or Gus, was going to do something silly this game, and uh, I think the timeout there to let Georgia score was oh, quite yeah. silly. <laughs> <laughs> that made it that that made it what twenty one nothing or yeah. fourteen nothing. Uh, it made it, been, no, that was their second touchdown. That was fourteen yeah. nothing. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, my my main takeaway was that was some an pretty atrocious game management Gosh. by Gus. Of course, with the field goal decision on the first drive, he lines up to go for it. Kirby calls the timeout. He says, "Okay, we'll just kick a forty seven yarder." And no, and his kicker missed three field goals the last game. Yeah, Anders Carlson is uh, is garbage. Trash. Yeah, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry that uh, his older brother. I feel sorry for his older brother because his older brother was fantastic, and then his younger brother comes in, is pathetic, <laughs> and shouldn't even be a kicker name. for Auburn anymore. <laughs> Daniel Carlson. Yeah. Yeah, that was his older brother. He's kicking for the Raiders right now. He's had a pretty good season. Yeah, I don't think Anders will be uh will be joining him in the. No, NFL. I wish they'd cut. I wish they'd cut his sorry bud. <laughs> yeah, he's he's no good, is he? No. Um, so that was a a misplay to go on the board, and then, uh, Bo had a huge fumble. Oh uh, man, I I totally forgot about that because they were moving the ball, and yeah, then they get stripped. Yeah, they were pretty close to scoring. God, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was pretty unfortunate. We didn't even make it into the red zone until the fourth quarter. Think about that. We don't make it to their 20-yard line until the fourth quarter. Yeah. How pathetic. And then out of that? nowhere, we start they start running a hurry-up offense, and it works. And guess what happens? And it works. So yeah. that's what makes absolutely no sense to me. Why was we, is, Why were they not doing that earlier? Why? Because this is what happened. LSU, too. I mean, when they scored, when we run, like, this two-minute offense, we actually move the ball. 
And so what blows my mind is, is how all of a sudden do we go three quarters, we can't move the ball, then you're like, okay, let's run the hurry up. And then look at that. We start scoring. And it's like, <laughs> where has Gus been the other three quarters to where he's like, let's just finally run. I mean, we're down 21 nothing. What the heck? And then look at that. Yeah. It's weird how that works, isn't it? It yeah. sticks to your game plan. He, does, and it, and it he doesn't your know what the heck he's doing. Well. <laughs> yeah. He's over there. He's got his finger up his nose, chewing probably 500 pieces of gum a game because he's so nervous. <laughs> Well, and also, I'm, also, how about this? I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Bo Nix throws the ball 50 times a game. Who in their right mind says, okay, let's let a true freshman against the best defense in, in the SEC and the, in the, one of the top defenses in the country, let's make them throw it 50 times. That sounds like a great game plan, doesn't it? <laughs> I think that was they did that because there was no rushing attack. Well, there was no that. run game, but the problem yeah. is we, I mean, we didn't establish it enough. Yeah, we also I don't think it was just <clears throat> it just wasn't tried enough. Bo Nix, no, was it wasn't. The, was the leader leading rusher. He had 13 carries for 42 yards. Yeah, I will say this though: way to go, Auburn. We scored the first rushing touchdown in Georgia this season. So that is true. They did. Kudos on that. Uh, DJ Williams is behind Bo though. He only had eight carries, but he and of course he only had 26 yards. But that's the thing. He only had eight carries. I mean, I know yeah. he only had 26 yards out of those eight carries, but still. Yeah. I mean, how many carries did Booby have? Do you have that up? Yeah, he had eleven for twenty three. Yeah, so it is. But you know, he's is. injured, so he's not completely himself. No, he's so. not hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was <laughs> that. There was. I think they had passed it around because they didn't see any success running. But I think they should have tried it a little more. But I mean, the problem is, the pass plays we have. How predictable he is! So predictable when we went run into some of these reverses or screenplays for wide receivers, Georgia knew it was coming every single time. Because yeah. you can watch film on Auburn, and you know they're so predictable. So when they're running a certain formation in that play, they're like, "Oh, we know this is coming," and they yeah. ate it up every time. Well, uh, I think Seth Williams had a really good game. Uh, oh, he, he was fantastic. 13 receptions for 121 yards. He didn't get him a touchdown, but, I mean, he was huge in, in moving the ball around yeah. in this offense. He's going to – I mean, he's only a sophomore. He's going to – he'll probably be gone next season yeah. after his junior year. I mean, he if you you can just throw it up to him, he's going to come down with it. Yeah. But and, once again, I mean, Schwartz didn't really get the ball enough, but I like that they got it to Eli Stove some more. What did you think about the defense's – performance i thought they did all they could i think so too i, I mean they, they made pretty dominant yeah they made a bunch of key stops when we needed one but i mean when your offense has i mean the offense probably had six seven three and outs what yeah. else are you supposed to do there i mean georgia's going to take it down because they're experienced offense i know that's not they're not great but Fromm's a junior now and right. so they got experience so if you keep throwing them on the field they're going to score Especially when your defense isn't getting enough rest. Yeah. Jake Fromm, he went 13 for 28, 110 yards, three touchdowns. Um, not not just a phenomenal performance, but those three touchdowns, of course, were huge. I mean, he did yeah, what I mean, he needed he was, to do. He didn't, yeah, he, would, he didn't look great. He, I mean, it's not like he's looked great this season, but, yeah, he did what he needed to do. He didn't turn the ball over, so. Yeah. Um, so going from here, do you think Auburn kind of gives up 
Or do you think they really rally for this Iron Bowl? I think the defense is going to give up just because they know the offense is going to be able to score points for them. If yeah. I'm a defensive player and I see this and these three losses that they've had, I mean, you go into Florida and you go into LSU and you only give up 24, 23 points. You give yourself a great chance, and then you can only give up 21 to Georgia, and you lose all those games. I mean, how frustrating that is that with supposedly how good this offense is supposed to be, and you yeah. have an offensive-minded coach, and this is what happens. Oh, it's very frustrating, I think, especially for the fans, and I think that's why oh, he's, yeah. get, he's getting so much. <laughs> it's, the noise is getting so loud to get him out of there. And, and I can't recall a time like in a big game like that when you had the crowd booing just because of how bad his play calling and offense is. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Auburn fall? How far do you – sorry, I'll reword that. How far do you think Auburn falls in the rankings? Because they were 12 before the loss. Of course, this was to a good team. I mean, the number four team in the country. <sighs> yeah. Um, let's see, they're 12. I think they'll drop them down to, like, 18. Yeah. Probably somewhere in that range, 18 to 20. If they lose to Alabama, do they finish the season unranked? Yes. Yeah. Just because there shouldn't be a team with four losses in the top 25. I think they, I think they'll probably be ranked, but it will be low. It'll be like 24, 25. Yeah, yeah. you got to think there's still the amount of three loss teams that are still in right now. Well, how many yeah. three loss teams are in right now? One, two, three... Four, five. Is it really that many? Yeah. Is that the AP? Yeah, I'm trying to get to the college football right now. Yeah, let me see the. Yeah. Yeah, usually at the end of the season, you got some three and four loss teams in the top twenty-five. So there's five in the AP with three losses. Yeah. I think they'll probably. I don't know. I think it'll be right on. I think they'll be like. Now they dropped Auburn the sixteenth in the. AP polls, so <laughs> yeah, that that might it might be in that range. Yeah, sixteen to eighteen. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I think that's about right. Yeah, At, just right after Notre Dame, they still have them above Cincinnati and Memphis, though. Yeah. Which they might. They I don't blame them for keeping them above them just because I mean, they. I don't blame. Anybody. Like obviously, I would take them in a game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably have them right there just because of Auburn's schedule. Yeah, because yeah, I was below those two. So, yeah, I, I guess I agree with that. So, um, this we're saying that Gus will be coaching for his job. But do you guys think that he will not be fired if he wins the Iron Bowl? No, he won't. I don't yeah, think so sadly, either. he won't. And what sucks about that is I don't really, I mean, it'll still be a great win, but you don't have two of so you yeah. don't have Alabama there 100%. Right. So what bothers me is we win this game. I mean, I don't I don't see Gus as having a great performance. I just see it as a time where it's lucky timing mm-hmm. with things considered for Alabama. So that's what sucks. And he'll, you know, and people will be like, oh, man, we beat Alabama. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep him around for another season. Guess how many losses we're going to have next season? Four. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, before we get to our final thoughts on this game, I'm going to go back over the scores here. So, uh, Justin, you were the closest uh, again. 17 to 10, Georgia was your pick. Yeah. 
uh, I said 23, or I'm sorry, Aaron said 23-20 Auburn, and I said 14-10 Auburn. So you've been killing it on the predictions. i got to give it to you. That's true. I did pick Georgia to win, so I'll give myself that. Give yourself a nice pat on the back. Yeah, well, as an Auburn fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just I'm not gonna be one of those Auburn fans. that's like, I think we can win every game. We're the best. War Eagle. I mean, that that's just that's not what fans should so do. <laughs> they are. They talk so slow, and they're always like a slight whisper, <laughs> kind of like raspy almost. It's really weird. <laughs> okay, well, no, final thoughts. I'll enjoy that. Final but, thoughts? Yeah. Just another classic Gus performance. <laughs> and not classic in a good way. Classic in a bad way. Add this to the worst offensive performances on that list. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't hold back now. All right. <laughs> yeah, say what you need to. I'm fine with it. Auburn <laughs> sucks. Say it. <laughs> Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Auburn sucks. Yeah, there it is. But I don't like the matchup, though, now that two is out. Oh, I think he'll have a good chance. Well, we'll save our Iron Bowl. Alabama's going to win. Don't even. (laughs) We'll save our Iron Bowl talk for the the bonus episode. Uh, That will come out not this coming Thursday, but the next Thursday. We're going to try to – we don't have anybody lined up yet, but we're going to try to line up a few guests. So have multiple for that one. And uh, so we'll keep y'all updated on it. But how about uh, we get into mismanagers and have a little more fun than all this depressing talk? Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be wonderful. Well, let's do that right now. Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggy, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. Died in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? And now, it's time for Miss Managers. All right, guys. I know, I think, what Aaron is. How do you guys feel about Christmas music? After Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, Aaron? Never. Never? Never? <laughs> no, wow. I mean, like, it's just, it's so annoying. It is wow. so annoying. Well, I, I'm a big okay, Christmas Mr. music guy. Scrooge. Like, I'm oh, happy with Christmas, it. but that's it. I literally say every year, like in February, I'm like, Aaron, it's so close to Christmas. And you're like, will you please leave me alone? <laughs> but this just, r- there's too many bells and it's just it's <laughs> obnoxious. I didn't well, know we had a Scrooge on our right. Our I know. Oh, gosh, I'm fine. Like if somebody's listening to it, that's fine. After Thanksgiving, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, but I, enjoy I just Christmas don't. Music. I never like. Man, I want to listen to some Christmas music right I now. I do. I love. I've got a, a playlist on Spotify. I love Christmas. Like music. I, yeah, I, see, I, I listen is, to it. It makes me no. feel so warm on the inside. Yeah, great memories. You feel good. Yeah, good memories. Yeah. I love it. Well, uh, this here is an article by Mirror. Uh, dot com, and they have listed the most hated Christmas songs ranked 
Frank. Oh, I'd love to hear this. Okay, so uh, any thoughts on uh, who you think will be number one? What song? There's so oh, many, that, gosh. so yeah, many possibilities. Problem. Yeah. Okay, so can you give us is number one? Is it something recent or? It's the big. If you think Christmas music, it's it's probably the biggest one you think of. If you think of, like is it commercialized, the Mar- is it the Mariah Carey one? <laughs> well, right on it. So number one is Mariah Carey. Uh, all I want yep. for Christmas is you. But I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna start. I get tired. I get tired of hearing that one too. <laughs> Well, I'm going to start from the bottle and I'll work my way back up. So, number 10, Jingle Bells. Okay. All right. Number nine, Santa Baby, which that one is. It's, that, it's, hey, man. That raspy That's... voice gets a little old. But, it just um, depends on who's singing it. Yeah, well, this one's about Eartha Kit. I think it's how you said it. Maybe it's Eartha. Yeah, I guess Eartha Kit. Uh, number eight, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson Five. Yeah, that one was kind of annoying. The Jackson Five. Number seven, Baby It's Cold Outside, the Tom Jones version. Hey, everybody calm down now. That's See, a good that's one. A good one but yeah. down too much. Now, the Bing Crosby one is a good version. I like that one. I like um, I like pretty much all the versions. I've, I've never heard a version I'm yeah. like, I don't like. Yeah. Maybe the Will Ferrell version in Elf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fairy Tale of New York is number six. Off the top of my head, I don't know what this song sounds like. I have no idea what that one is. Yeah, I, I feel like if I heard it, we'd all know it. But yeah, probably. Uh, number five, "Last Christmas" by Wham. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Number they just four, play it so much. Yeah, they they do play it a lot. I don't mind that one. I like that one. But that one's yeah, not bad. It's, it's overplayed. Yeah. Number four, "Merry Xmas, That's Everybody" the by Slade. That's how I feel about all Christmas music. They're, it's all overplayed because there's only so much of it. Yeah, it's it annoying so quick. Fair enough. <laughs> Number three, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by Wizard. I don't really remember that one. What's that one? Uh, I don't really remember it either. I'd have to Yeah, go it. ahead, Nick. Sing it. I don't I don't remember. It. I would. I, I can sing you basically all these except for a handful of them. All Number right. two, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. I don't know what that one sounds that like sounds off the top creepy. of my head either. Oh, I think... Well, I know the title, but I'm trying to remember how it sounds. Yeah, sing it for us if you don't, if you don't mind. Well, I mean, I wish I knew it. And number one, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. All like I said. want for Christmas That's... is you. Who's playing Mariah Carey thought, right now? I, th- I thought he was going to say, it's an offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I should have said that. That was clever. <laughs> Or how about a new coach? We could go with that too. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and uh, and tell me what you guys are wanting for Christmas. A win. Uh, a, a win. <laughs> you got like seven of them, seven or eight. Yeah, against lousy teams. I want a good win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oregon. Okay, we had Oregon. Yeah. yeah. I'll give us that one. What about you, Aaron? Anything you want for Christmas? Two would Just... be healed. Yeah, well, yes. He's going to donate his hip to Tua. Yes. But other than that, I, I don't know. But I don't not know, so yeah. much Christmas music being played. <laughs> Your Rich. Christmas wish is to have less Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, like, you are Chris, there's, It's just like, it, it needs to be background music. Like while you're opening presents or something. While everybody's talking, it's like background music. It's so, not like, something, so once a year. It needs once to be on the car, like in the car radio that you're just like singing along to. That's just obnoxious to me. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know. To each his own, I guess. Um, so, according to things that are obnoxious, obnoxious. <laughs> this guy I'm about to tell you about is pretty obnoxious. This one comes from mercurynews.com. Uh, the headline is, Man pretended to be disabled so caretakers would change his diaper, police say. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I think this story is actually by CNN, but it's on the Mercury News website. So, uh, a New Orleans Jeez. man has been arrested for pretending to be disabled in order to have home health care workers change his diaper. Wow. If you saw this guy, uh, he looks like the kind of guy that uh, you would expect a person that wants his diaper changed to look like. Rutledge Dees, 29, who also goes by 29? Rory. 29? Yeah, 29. Older oh, than us. man. Created multiple social media posts seeking home health care workers. Dees would specify in the ads the services, the services would be for his 18-year-old brother, Corey, who he said was mentally and physically handicapped. Dees would then pose as Corey and pretend to be disabled while the nurses changed his adult diaper, a process Dees used to uh, <clears throat> obtain arousal, to put it nicely. Oh my gosh. He did this on at least 10 occasions. What um, kind of weird fetish do they find every day? <laughs> uh, he was eventually arrested in his home without incident and charged uh, with 10 counts of uh, battery and human trafficking labor and one count Jeez. of possession of a Schedule II controlled dangerous substance. Folks, only here can we talk about depressing football like, let's get into a lighter subject. Then we talk obnoxious Christmas music, Christmas music. But we're still talking about Christmas music, and then we go into creeps getting their diaper changed. For fun. What in the world? What kind of segue? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the show is we've created. It's not. <laughs> so, so you complain about the story I tried to tell that one time. Well, we're not going to talk about that. No. I have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Justin one time was like, hey, I have my own mismanagers if uh, I'd like to tell if that's all right. I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes into this horrific story. There's nothing funny about it. It's just, it's absolutely horrifying. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying this is funny, but this guy's an absolute clown, and I'm glad he's going to prison. So, uh, But yeah, your story was absolutely terrifying. Justin and I had to edit all of that out. It took so much editing to get for that episode. There was so much controversial. Just took it so off guard. So. Like, I thought it was gonna be like a little story that, like, you know, like maybe a sibling did something stupid or something. And no. Also, was... Justin is like the most like lax guy ever because, like, outside of this, you never cuss. You never really say anything that offensive. But then all of a sudden you just throw out this story. <laughs> what, what are you? What are you going? Where are you going to this? I, mean, I just thought it was a crazy story. Well, let's end on one. What was that? I just thought it was a crazy story, and I just came upon it, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" It was a crazy story, all right. It was nuts. But it coming from you made it crazier. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, no, that was off Daily Mail, so I probably should stop looking at Daily Mail. <laughs> probably. Well, this one also comes from CNN. Um, this one is titled, Man Sues Madonna, the musician, saying her 10.30 p.m. concert start is too late. <laughs> what? Now, initially, you're probably, you're probably going to think, like, oh, this guy's just crazy. He's just wanting money. Well, Madonna's old, so most of her <laughs> followers are going to be old. 
<laughs> so correct, yeah. So I guess this is probably someone older who's like, "Why would I go see Madonna at ten thirty? I'm usually sleeping by seven <laughs> thirty. I guess that's the thought process. And uh, he is probably this guy probably is just someone that's wanting uh, money, easy money. But well, that yeah, well, of course. There is a little bit of an argument to this once I once I read it out to you. Um, so this article starts out with Madonna saying. There's something that you all need to understand, and that is that the queen is never late uh, while she was uh, perched on top of a piano during the concert. <laughs> the megastar spoke those words for fans during the show this week, uh, but not everyone in the crowd agreed. One Florida man is betting the law won't agree either. Nate Hollander is taking the singer to court over her late start times. Hollander filed a lawsuit Monday in Miami-Dade County court against both Live Nation and Madonna, he alleges that the change in start times for her Madam X tour is a breach of contract made between the singer and the ticket buyer. In, in August, when Hollander bought the tickets to Madonna's December 17th show at the Fil- Fillmore Miami Beach, at the Fillmore Miami Beach, the concert was scheduled to begin at 8:30 p.m. The lawsuit alleges, but on October 23rd, Madonna and Live Nation changed the start time for that show and several others to 10:30 p.m. The suit alleges. For those like Hollander who bought tickets and now doesn't want and now don't want to attend a concert that late, a refund has not been offered. He alleges, and attempts to resell won't make up for money lost as tickets have now suffered an extreme loss of value because of the time change. He alleges that makes reselling <laughs> impossible. He says Hollander I mean, originally bought three tickets to Madonna's Miami Beach show, spending one thousand twenty-four dollars ninety-five cents. He says in the filing. What is he paying that much to go see Madonna? She sucks, anyways. (laughs) Wow. But since the show is now starting later than originally planned, he claims that he and other ticket holders, quote, suffered actual and consequential damages, including but not limited to loss of consideration paid and the devaluation of the ticket. CNN is. uh, Anyways, yeah. So. I was going to say, like, I mean. Yeah, I guess he has a little bit of a case, but why sue over a hundred dollar tickets or whatever it was? Oh, you ain't going to see Madonna uh, for a hundred dollars. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I didn't think they were twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. First Pretty of all, wild. I mean, this is just me. I don't want to go to a concert at ten thirty. Yeah, no, I don't either. I, like I said, I had to go to the Jonas Brothers last week. and um, Yeah, do you really want to be at the Jonas Brothers at 10.30 at night? Do you no. want to be at the Jonas Brothers at all? Well, at, at all, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Uh, they get, uh, they're, they're not too bad. Oh, okay, they're never mind. No, they're okay. Right, never mind. Listen, uh, but, you lost all credibility. Oh, you should have heard it. Well, never mind. Can't say that. <laughs> well, well, I was, uh, when we were there, the concert starts at 7.30, I assumed, okay, we'll have, you know, an opener for 30 minutes, and we'll get this thing going. Well, we had an opener for 30 minutes. Then we had a 30-minute break. Then we had another opener, a second singer, come out for an hour. Then, like, another break, about a 15- to 30-minute break. Then they started. So what time did they start? They started at, like, 9, 9.30, something like that. So still then... I don't want to sit for two and a half hours listening to other people I didn't come to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I was just, like, sitting there, like, okay, like, I didn't pay to see these other people. <laughs> like, no, if, you, really. if you want to make the concert shorter and have other people fill in that time, just make it shorter. I don't, I'm not paying to listen to these other people. Yeah. 
Um, but anyways, my question is, is there anything that you guys would spend a thousand dollars on tickets? Uh, no. For any, it doesn't have to be a, a, a musician. It could be a, a football game, a sporting event, anything. I mean, I already showed how uh, uh, clueless I am on ticket prices. Like, I was, I had no clue people, like, I knew they paid stupid amounts of money, but I didn't think they would pay 1200 bucks to go see somebody like that. I, I mean... So I'd pay that much for a World Series ticket. Yeah. I mean, maybe if it was like Red Sox, Yankees, game like seven. Game 7. Yeah. If it's a fam- yeah, historic matchup. But Red Sox uh, and Yankees for, aren't going to meet in the just World be Series. Like, oh, let's go see the Nationals and the Astros this year. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Anything else besides... Which, is there any musicians or concerts you'd pay that much uh, to go to? Musicians? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I don't know, but it probably—I mean, it'd only be somebody that's either not alive, just yeah, from back in the day. It'd have to be like a Johnny Cash concert, which is last one ever, and I probably would know. for Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I don't—I don't know that there's anybody. Yeah, maybe, maybe like Johnny Cash or maybe uh, Queen or Elvis. something. I don't know. That's a lot of money, a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. Just thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I think that's the show for this week. Justin, you want to bring us home? Uh, just remind me. Well, you forgot to tell me, of course, before the show. Who's our sponsor for this episode? Uh, our sponsor this week, we have two. Oh so gosh, we have. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, we, we, we once again <laughs> said, "Oh gosh!" Instead of "Awesome," we got two sponsors. Wow, man! Hashtag right, blessed. Here, edit like, that oh, out. Gosh, I'm about, to, got, I'm about to say we got two sponsors. Just edit that part out. Just say, "Okay, here I go." Okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. I'm leaving all this. In. <laughs> all right, two sponsors. Uh, one is our friends at metal central okay we know metal central they do yeah. a great job <laughs> they do a great job he says every week and of course the edwards agency all right uh, so thank you to metal central and edwards agency uh give them a call if you ever need anything um, if you ever need any anything per- whatsoever it doesn't matter what it is <laughs> they're there for you metal central does Getting a great job a tree, call the edwards agency and then edwards agency if you ever need any personal you know favors Call them. <laughs> Maybe you should just say that. insurance, not personal favors. <laughs> don't say that. I don't that. like the sound of that. <laughs> that was not okay by any means. Okay, sorry. Let me try that again. Um, Edwards Agency, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> Give them a call if you need any insurance. They're great. They're fantastic. <laughs> um, Justin is Tony the Tiger. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> That's all he says is they're great. They do great work. Thank you for all who listen. This was another great episode. Uh, we got a lot of good topics covered, great stories. If you uh, want to know more about Auburn, Alabama football, just listen in. I don't know why I'm saying that now because the episode's this already is, over. Yeah, this is after the show. <laughs> this is going you forward. Know about this Actually, listen to the next episode. If you really enjoy this, it's your first episode. Listen to the next one or listen to our past episodes. We've got a bunch mm-hmm. of great content. Yeah, we'll let you if do you that. We don't to... mind if you listen to the old episodes. Yeah. If you need to reach out to us, you can follow us at the Game Managers Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
YouTube. You can also find us on the internet, like a web page. <laughs> the World Wide Web? <laughs> yes, the World Wide Web at thegamemanagerspodcast.com, oh nope, right? just thegamemanagers.com. Oh, God! Oh, my God! Oh! Are you okay? Oh, so I think I think Aaron just died, so we'll get back to you in just a second. <laughs> Aaron, you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Hello. Hi. Oh my God. Chair. Did it break? Stuck in the vent. Oh my God. I broke my foot. Oh my God. Uh, he's oh, probably fine. Gosh. Let's wrap this up, Justin. Yeah, he's fine. So let me wrap the this up. Is broke. He's just he's just a big sissy. So we'll move this on. You can also uh, hit us up at. Do you say sissy? Uh, yeah. Okay, just so making sure. Yeah, so it's okay. It's clean. It's clean. Oh god. Uh, so at TGM Pod, where you can find us on TMG those places Pod. you said. I can't wait um, to see how that hear how that uh, fall sounds. You can also hit up Nick at Nosaurus Osaurus. Is that how you say it? Norris Osaurus. N O R R I S O S A U R U S. There it is, right there. Uh, there. If you need to hit up Aaron, I bet you can find him somewhere. It's uh, Aaron Patterson, and it's Aaron spelled with two A's. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> If you want to find me, uh, good luck, because I'm not giving you any information. Let's see. Um, I already have your phone number. <laughs> apparently, yeah. I don't know how they got my phone number, but that's okay. I actually got a text from somebody. <laughs> Did you really? They sent me a picture saying, I love your podcast. I'd love to meet up with you in Birmingham. Really? It was Yeah, it was like an inappropriate picture. Too. And I was like, <laughs> an, an inappropriate picture from a man or a woman? <laughs> it was from a woman. Oh, you got a fan. Feel free to send in more pictures to Justin. I don't remember what their name was, but they're like, I'd love to meet up with you in Birmingham. And I was like, block, delete. <laughs> Are you serious? This really happened? Huh? This really happened? Yeah, someone sent me a random text message. Why did you not tell us about this? I didn't even think about it because I was just so mortified. I was like, what the heck is going on? So I just blocked the caller and then deleted the message. <laughs> oh, but, oh uh, so was it an so inappropriate please. picture of themselves, of the of the woman? Yes, of themselves. How inappropriate on a scale of 1 to 10? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was probably like a 3. But it was still like, what are you doing? Was it like a selfie? Yeah. Was it uh, fully clothed? I think it was, as far as I remember. <laughs> I don't understand. To me, it's what's... just to me, it's just inappropriate. Why yeah. are you sending selfies of yourself to a random stranger? <laughs> got a fan. So the actual selfie wasn't inappropriate. It was just inappropriate by yeah. your standards. Yeah, by my standards. I had a very okay. different uh, thought. I of had what a this very was. different thought process. Everyone, as well. please send selfies to Justin. No. Because appropriate, I, it is very appropriate. Keep your clothes on. You too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna quit the podcast. If that <laughs> Definitely right. changing my number too. What can what can people do if they like the show, Justin? Uh, you can uh, like our page. You can comment if you want to win some goodies. 
Yeah, every week. Uh, to be able to call in and uh, win trivia. That's mm-hmm. always a lot of fun on Saturdays. Um, <clears throat> you can follow us, like I said, on Twitter and Instagram. Is that what I said? How to like the page? Yeah. Keep up with the page? Is that what you're asking? Leave yeah, us a review like us. If, you, if you don't mind. Leave a review, yeah. I mean, Maybe subscribe. Oh, yeah, subscribe on YouTube. I mean, we don't really... YouTube, we don't really care too much about. But we care more about Facebook. That's probably the main... Uh, if you want to contact us, go to Facebook. Yes. Um, but Where can people get those sweet t-shirts that you wear every single day, Justin? I haven't seen you in months without a, a Game Managers podcast shirt on. Uh, just... Um, Hit up the page. Actually, go to the website. I think there's a link on the website, is there not? There is a link to the T Public page, so you can also Boom. find them on T Public. Yes, go to the website, and that'll get you there in a heartbeat. A heartbeat, one heartbeat. Yep. we guarantee one heartbeat, it. And you'll, if it doesn't, you'll be there. If it takes two heartbeats, you get your money back and four additional free shirts. Well, if it takes uh, you two heartbeats, you probably just go ahead and stop. Justin, if <laughs> just stop listening to us. If Don't it's two leave us out of it. If you have any um, problems with your uh, with your merch, just call Justin. Send him a selfie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell him what's going on. He'll be happy to respond. Um, He'll be more than happy really to also hurts, meet guys. you up in Birmingham, too. No. Uh, I think that's really it. I mean... That is it. You did a good job. You're, you're getting better at this every week. Yeah, I mean, we're keeping it shorter and shorter. I hope you all have a great week. Listen to us again on uh, Saturday night and... Not many Auburn Alabama's not playing anybody this week, but I mean they are, but nobody's special. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have to find some time. Oh, there's the vent that Aaron broke. How in the world? <laughs> have to buy another one of those. That's okay. Uh, the edge of the the foot of the the leg of the chair Jeez. got in between it and it went through it, and then my foot got caught underneath what the bed. A <laughs> How's your foot? It hurts a lot. You out for the season? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, well, that's ended right here. All right, sounds good. Nick, Bye. do you have any final words? Uh, just ha- have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next All time. All right, Aaron? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, adios. War Eagle anyways. <laughs> <laughs>